Let's talk about Denise Brown versus State of New Jersey. Came out yesterday. I was a little tired last night. I did a post on it, but I didn't read the whole case. I didn't go through it because I was, my head was mush. Uh, but today I went over it and I uh, highlighted some notes in it. I'm going to actually uh, you know, copy and paste some of the verbiage that I am I'm quoting here. And we're going to talk about it a little bit. So before everybody gets all upset, uh, State of New Jersey police officers, uh, let's just look into it a little bit and see what could have been done differently or what you'll have to do differently in the event that you come across these circumstances. So here's what happens. Um, state police are investigating a, a home invasion. Uh, what happens is, is they find out about, they get some info about this guy, Carlos Thomas, uh, and it's related to Denise Brown. It's her blue BMW. They pull him over, they arrest him, they take the car back. They search the car. I'm assuming they got a search warrant for it. They search the car and they find uh, something tied into the home invasion. They get a tip that Denise has a locket from one of the home invasions uh, from the home invasion that she has in the apartment, they decide to go to Brown's house and ask for consent to search. Now, here's your first issue. Um, and again, I'm not saying it's an issue before, but for now. Your best bet is to probably go for a search warrant at this point. Um, state police are really big on doing knock and consent search uh, thing. That's, a, that's like a real popular thing that they do, which is fine. It does work, but in this case, when they asked for consent to search, they were denied. So they went in and they secured the premises and then went and got a search warrant. They sat with her uh, while they got a search warrant, came back, and they uh, they discovered what they needed to discover and so on and so forth. And then Denise didn't like that, so she sued the state police and saying they didn't have qualified immunity to come into her house. It was a, it was a violation of her civil rights. Um, so before we jump into this, and we'll, we'll explore a little bit what could have been done differently and what has to be done differently in the future so everybody can understand what you have to do. Now, I'm not Monday morning quarterbacking. I'm just trying to explain to help everybody understand what this says. So, um, again, she's asked for a consent to search. She denies it. They walk into the house with her. They give her an option. They walk into the house with her. Uh, they, they stay with her so she can't, because they were concerned that she's going to destroy evidence. Basically, what the courts are saying now is, like, you can't do that. You can sit outside and wait, and but you can't go into the house or... Maybe what they're even saying is you can prevent somebody from going inside of a house, but you can't go in the house. So you can secure it from the outside. I'll talk about the consent decree and what that said, too, as well. So you guys are all clear on what it is. doesn't mean you can rip people out of the house. Basically, if you had these same circumstances and she was inside the house and didn't permit you to come in, you would probably have to wait on the porch and try to listen and see if she was destroying anything or moving stuff around. I mean... That's really, so maybe you had like a marijuana girl in the basement, you heard like the whites being smashed and toilets being flushed over and over again. That would now create exigency. But what they're saying, this is police-created exigency. The cops, the police in this situation should have gotten a search warrant. That's basically what they're kind of trying to say. Um, so um, good news for us, you can't be sued for it because it says right here, defendant did not violate clearly established right when he entered Brown's apartment uh, or home to secure it and qualified immunity applies. So they can't be sued for it because it wasn't done uh, in a malicious manner, the guy was literally following. And she says right here, uh, and although the police department policies do not hold compelling weight in qualified immunity analysis, Detective Street's reliance on state police training and policy is informative when determining the reasonableness of his conduct. So that's what they were supposed to do. They followed that. That's why I tell all you guys when you have SOPs that contradict case law, guess what? It doesn't matter. Right. So 
you got to know what, and this is not pertaining to this case, but again, we go back to searching items back at police headquarters for inventory purposes, like backpacks and purses, but, and not doing it on the scene when you're supposed to do it. This is for New Jersey guys. All right, so uh, let's see here. The court adds guidance for going forward. In a case of true exigency and probable cause, the police can enter a dwelling. So again, we didn't lose exigency. This is kind of like more of an investigation where there's a suspicion. Um, however, police created exigency designed to subvert the warrant requirement has long been rejected as a basis to justify warrantless entry in a home. Further indication of the person's right to refuse an officer's request for consent to search is not probative or of wrongdoing and cannot be the justification for the warrantless entry into a home. So what they're saying is, if you, listen, the rule is, if, you, if you're going to go into a house and you have enough for a search warrant, just go for the search warrant. Don't go and try to get consent because you don't want to spend an hour typing up the search warrant. Just get the search warrant. That's, now, if you get to a service call and you have other circumstances that are going on, it's different. Everything's going to have to be way differently. Um, I mean, I had I had a job one time where I went to a service call for a first aid call, and we go into the house and get reeks of raw marijuana in the house. So we we were already in the house because we went for a first aid call for somebody fainting, and then we had to sit and wait to apply for a search warrant um, for the home, and uh, end up finding guns in the house. That's why they want to get consent to search. But again, I didn't have any predisposed knowledge before that of what we were going there to achieve an objective of. So that's that's a different circumstance. You got to remember that. It kind of goes back to unforeseeable and spontaneous. It's kind of like the car stops too. So the courts have to expect that you're going to just interpret each situation in, in the way that they're supposed to be interpreted. Uh, just know that you do have qualified immunity if you're acting within good faith. If you look back at what MacArthur is, so my advice is I'll put the, the verbiage and a link up for MacArthur, and it's a U.S. Supreme Court case that the New Jersey Supreme Court has not decided to adopt. We have our own now. All right, and it said, in the future, law enforcement officials may not rely on MacArthur to enter an apartment to secure it while awaiting a search warrant. Although MacArthur does not explicitly permit or forbid entry into the home of those circumstances, this ruling makes clear that officers may not do so. They must get a warrant, and if reasonably necessary, may secure the apartment for a reasonable period of time from the outside. Um, so, again, if you have questions, you can call me. I hope I'm making this as clear as possible. If you have, uh, it just depends what you've got. And what happens at the scene is a lot of factors that are playing to what you can do under the circumstances. But certainly going to knock on somebody's, uh, maybe you have a tip and you're going to go knock on somebody's door and they deny consent to search, you can't go in. But if you have something more like a uh, like exigency where you're being called there without any predisposed knowledge, that's a whole different thing. That whole thing makes sense to everybody. I'm trying to make as much sense essentially as possible. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this stuff up. I'll add some some wording into it. So don't get too nutty about it. How often does this really happen? Not that often, guys. I mean, I did this one time, you know, one time I did this. So don't don't panic. It's not the end of the world. It was good. It was bad. It is what it is. We just have one more hoop to jump through. Don't worry about it. If you need help with this, reach out to me. Uh, but just read it. If you can't understand it, I'm trying to break it down as best as possible. Don't panic. It's not the end of the world. Good night.